Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host, Adam. This is episode 188, and we have Mork all the way down in Australia. We've got Kane, who I believe is still in Utah. Mm-hmm. Still? That's right. Different house still. or apartment, but same state. That's uh, right. We haven't had Kane on in a while, so it's good to have him. And we have Clay Wood, the masterpiece from 8C Units. I don't know where you're Clay. I don't know where you're from, Clay. Where are you from? Hi, everyone. Uh, I live in the uh, Los Angeles area. Okay, Down so out there in uh, California. Southwest. That's right. With all the California girls. But I'm from Michigan originally, so, you know, I got a lot of Midwest built into me. Good, good. I like to hear that. Um, so yeah, we got a couple things to talk about on the podcast today. We're going to talk about Gen Con, which I had the pleasure of going to on Saturday. We're going to talk about our Cheesehead Championship, which is coming up in a few weeks. We're going to talk about the fan appreciation night that WizKids had at Gen Con. And then we're going to pick Clay's brain about how he came up with his um, brainchild, whatever you want to call it, masterpiece that is HC Unit. So let's talk real quick about Gen Con. Um, I was unable to go Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. I could just go on, I'm sorry, Thursday, Friday, or Sunday. I was able to go on Saturday. I strictly did Battle Royals. I do want to do a quick shout-out to Jonathan Virgilio, who let me bunk with him Friday night, even though he came and his buddies came back to the hotel at 1 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I got to India at around 6 or so. And um, I'm like, dude, where are you? Gen Con ended like an hour ago. It's like, oh, there's so much stuff to do here in the hallways and things like that. So I guess they just hung out and did games, um, not hero clicks, but other stuff around because the convention hall did close at six o'clock. But uh, uh, he spooked me when he came in at one o'clock. Um, so just shout out to him. Uh, so I don't know that many of the results of the events, but I think I can kind of fake my way through it. So on Thursday, they had a um, themed event, and our teammate Amato won that one. So congratulations to Amato. He did robots. Uh, Kamira, I can't think of her name, but she's been kind of a hot topic in pulp and things like that because she's just really good at shooting through elevation. She's got, um, if she hits you, you don't get stop clicks. She's got... Um, precision strike and team her up with Mr. Fan or uh, God, I can't talk today. Mr. Sinister, who's really good, things like that. Scott Crampton won a pulp event, I believe it was, on Friday. And then on Sunday, Alex Mater ended up winning nationals against Lucas Tom Van Hollen, who was playing a mission point team, which he took all the way to the semi or to the finals game. But uh, Riddler screwed him over. He rolled a one on his Riddler power, and that's what kind of 
uh, met his demise. But huge congrats to Lucas for taking a mission point team all the way to the finals at Nationals. That is huge. Um, Alex Mader. There was also um, one more result was Silver Age. We had Wesley Robinson as well, won the Silver Age tournament too. That's right. Um, Alex ran a prime Spider-Man who, again, he's one of the bigger figures that's coming out there in the world right now. Venom Meg's, uh, Carnage Surfer. Uh, I forget what else he had on there. He had MOE swap and he had something. Oh, commissioner. I think it was. So he had pretty much, you know, the meta stuff on one team to him, but congratulations to him. We did have, uh, I do want to note, we did have Robert Gallagher who played five apocalypses with the soul sword, with a Genesis with the soul sword and a death metal wonder woman, uh, which is just like a $3,000 team or something like that. Um, (laughs) it's just a crazy unique team. I mean, his whole thing is you just can't kill me. And then I hope to just kill one thing on your team and move on. He did face Lucas in top eight, I believe it was. But uh, Lucas had a team where he just didn't have to attack you. He's, he kind of built like a Miles team where he doesn't even have to roll that much. He rolls for support and things like that. But uh, he literally just left Robert alone and got his mission points, I think, on turn three or four. And... Robert couldn't do anything about it. So congratulations to all the winners out there. I believe Scott Crampton won something on Sunday as well. Was it another pulp event? It was a pulp event. Yeah. Pulp, yeah. Um, but it was great seeing everybody. I got to see a lot of patrons. Wesley Roberts was there. Peter Marshville was there. Two people that I recognized. Uh, I got to see Calder, Simeon, Dial, all the guys from Dial H, Daniel Powell. Scott Crampton wasn't there Saturday. He was at a wrestling event. Um, I got to see Lucas. Um, got to see a lot of, I got to play actually against Jay major finally, uh, in battle Royal. So I've never actually seen him in person or played against him, but it was great playing against him in my first battle Royal. Uh, so let's talk about the battle Royals. Uh, so the battle Royal big prizes this year were the Thor Gwen and the Venom goddess symbiotes. So everyone, uh, the Venom got a symbiotes made quite a rise in the stock market on Thursday when he was given out to qualifiers for getting qualifiers to national. And uh, right away, people are posting it for $400 uh, because it was first first. It was the first Venom in hand. So people were trying to get top dollar for him all for it. If you want to go and do that, I don't know how many people bit on that price. But uh, he has now dwindled down to like $180, $200. I actually was able to pick one up um, from somebody, so I'm happy about that. Uh, Thorgwen, the I'm other. Pretty sure Ken, Ken Small sold his for 400 I think all four actually sold for Did 400 they? So people okay. get, yeah. I, I think Alyssa said she sold hers for around the same. Yeah. Which yeah. is insane. Who, who are these poor people who are paying four hundred dollars? Well, I'm pretty something? sure David Newmark bought all four of those. Just, <laughs> just thinking, because I don't know how many people out there have David Newmark money, but um, I'm, fe- I feel like uh, David bought at least one. Um, yeah, I, not for that piece um, for myself. There's other pieces, yes, I'd pay four hundred dollars for, but not that. Okay, I'll call your bluff. What's the figure you're going to pay four hundred dollars for, Mark? Now is this um, four hundred dollars Australian or four hundred dollars? Um... No, U.S. for the US. right piece. Okay. It's got to be meta. It's got to make a difference, right? So, um, I I 
think APOC prize at its highest is probably when I picked it up with Soul Sword. So that yeah. that's worth it. Right? When, there, there was no no market here in Australia for that. I couldn't even get it. I couldn't play slop. So I had to bow down to the economy. And, when he first and, got released last year at Gen Con, I believe someone tried to sell him for four hundred dollars day of. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know what I'd pay now though. I, I can't see a piece I'd pay four hundred dollars now. No. But yeah. Um, so we had Battle Royals. In my first game, if I don't know all the people that I got out there. I took pictures with everybody. But um, my first game, we had King Killmonger get pulled. And my team for the first Battle Royal of the day was King Killmonger, the Prime uh, Iron Man, Militant, Monica Chang, and Bats. So I had a pretty good team. He, The reason why I didn't pull the... King Killmonger, Jay Major next to me pulled him, but he decided to keep Thanos instead. Um, I got second place in that one, and the person grabbed King Killmonger, and I, I got a Thor Gwen. So right away in my first Battle Royal, I got one of the Con LEs. I was happy about that. The second game I did, <clears throat> I had Beyonder, uh, Jessica Drew, Falcon, Stinger, and Screaming Mimi. Again, I got second. The guy to my left, he pulled Dark Phoenix Chase. So, again, um, we're walking away with something. I mean, there's Dark... I think every game that I played in, everyone walked away with at least a Super Rare. We were that lucky. So, the first two games, I had two MOE Chases pulled. So, he got he got first. Um, his team was Doctor Strange, Dark Phoenix, and I forget what else, but he just edged me out in points. Um, he took Dark Phoenix, and then I got myself a second Thorgwen. So two for two on Thorgwens. Uh, game three was probably my funnest team of the entire day. It was double Korvac, two Monica Chains, and Bats. So the reason why that team was so much fun is that Monica Chain has a power that says choose a character with the robot keyword. That character gains the shield keyword and the sheen team ability. So Korvac is a robot. I had two Korvacs, two Monica Changs. So they made both of them shield, gave them shield. So I had quad shield team abilities. So Korvac was shooting at a 10 range every shot. And then I had bats. So then they were both doing five damage plus another damage six. If I wanted to shield TA them super fun team problem is, I didn't win map roll. They put me on an all-blocking map, so it wasn't as effective as I'd hoped it was going to be. Um, I forgot what I walked away with on that one. I think it was a super rare. But uh, another Thorgwen was dropped, so three for three on Thorgwens. My fourth team was the Green Hulk. It was Tactical Force. It was Captain Marvel, Jessica Drew, and uh, Luke Cage. A uh, real quick story about this one. The person to my right pulled the star brand, and he made a fabulous play where he was able to nuke my entire team for six damage because she has that one power where if she's given a ranged attack, um, the person she attacks and everyone within two squares of her gets um, printed or um, gets her damage. So she has a four damage natural. She had an enhancement, and because one of my members was Cosmic, Captain Marvel, that bumped it up to a six. So he nuked my entire team for six damage. Now, my brain was already fizzling at that point in the day, 
And we were playing with the resurrection rules for Battle Royals. If you don't know what that is, is once your team or once your figure dies on your turn, you bring them back in your starting area at full clicks. For some reason, my brain, I knew that was the rule. But in my brain, I was thinking the old rules were once your team, your person dies, um, they don't come back. So I saw a play where I could go to somebody else's starting area. They were double tokened. I had Hulk on Flurry. I'm like, I'm just going to move my whole team over there and kill them next turn. Well, he was bringing three guys back that turn. So I brought my, the, my team over there. Um, he brings his three in, kills all that guy's work. I felt so bad for the guy. I'm like, I did not mean to do that to you at all. My brain was just melting at that point. Um, I ended up getting last that round. And of course, what drops? Venom. Like, of course, Venom would drop on the team that uh, I just get nuked on. But that so was is that the is that the new standard rule for battle royales? Were all the tables playing that resurrection rule? Yes. Oh, yep. interesting. I okay. like it because it doesn't let people gang up on one guy and then they're just out in ten minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's it's great. You get to keep playing the whole time and let time dictate. Yeah. You know, who's going to win? Right? It really it really depends on where you go because in Florida, what they did was you you got two boosters. And then you made a 300-point team with that booster, and that's what you played. This one was the pick one and pass, pick one and pass all the way to the end. So I like either or, but with in Florida also, when a figure got KO'd, you brought them back also. So I like that, that you guys uh, bring them in. It makes it a lot harder for, you know, if if you have a situation where somebody, two people are teaming up on another and you back them into a corner, well, they just turn around, pop all their guys, and kill every kill the two people teaming up on them and boy now they're up in points well and so that's I what happens great sorry that's what happens a lot is when there's what there's one if someone pulls a big heavy hitter that nobody wants to go after they just kind of leave them alone and go after everybody else like in our first game jay major no one wanted to touch thanos so they just kind of left him alone he was picking people off my corvac team no one wanted to deal with corvac so they just left me alone and fought each other um when I had, or the other guy, when he had Dark Phoenix, no one wanted to touch Dark Phoenix, so they just kept going after everybody else. Um, that, so that, that's funny, man. I look at Korvac and I'm like, charge. You know, if you have... <laughs> he, it's the shape is, change, it's the invincible. You don't want to fight a ranged battle with, with Korvac, but yeah. boy, you get right up in his face and punch him a few times and he folds. He's really nasty because he's got the shape change. He's power yeah. cosmic, so you can't outwit the invincible or the shape change. So if you don't get one big hit on him and then he has outwit, and then he outwits you and then just... Deb and then he has like those charge tokens where whenever he takes damage, you put a charge token on him. And then it's only can... ranged attacks. Is it only ranged attack? Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you just punch him with close attacks, he can't get he can't steal energy, can't heal up. And that's fine, but when there's two of them, a little bit yeah. different story yeah, too. That's fair. That's fair. There's two of them, and then he's like really easily supportable. So like you said, you had a Misty Knights and a Bats at some time. Yeah, like that's really good for him. So, um, so I... what what do you think are the go to like polls, commons on commons for for these battle royales, because they could very plausibly have AV sixty again at Worlds. Um, so Thanos, I don't feel like is a right play because he's a one time hitter. He's only hitting someone for four, and I had him in my last game. Um, now he did crit miss his first attack for me. Thank you, Thanos. <laughs> but what you want to what you want in battle royals nowadays is lots of damage. And yes, you're getting Thanos 
um, not for points, but he's only doing four damage to you, and that's not killing anything. It's not even Psychic Blast. It's Precision, precision Strike. Mm-hmm. So he's not even killing like a Jessica Drew or a Monica Chain, who's only like 25, 30 points. Um, it's really having that four f- four damage guy with a with bats with like enhancement to yeah. push him to that f- five damage, huh? Yeah. Um, the most effective figure that I found in the entire battle royal was Ultron. Um, oh, Ultron being able to shoot through blocking was huge, mm. um, especially if you paired him up with a bats or something like that to give him five damage, double target. Really, really good. Um, well, attack, psychic blast. Yeah, he's he's big threat, especially in a small map with the sidestep. He's really hard, and he's hard to deal with. He's got the mastermind and everything like that. Um, yep. Bowman, really good for the points. Mm-hmm. You know, th- he's doing he's doing the same amount of damage to someone with toughness than Thanos is because he's <laughs> and got for what a quarter of the points. Oh, not even. Uh, what is Thanos? One hundred and seventy-five, two hundred, something like that. And Bowman's forty. One seventy-five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yes, Thanos is too. And Thanos doesn't do anything else. Like his only power is that if you attacked me or damaged me, I can use one of your powers next turn. That's it. That is literally yeah. all he does. Um, what do you think about the? What was? Is it common or uncommon? Hulk. I like him. It's the three movement charge is really yeah. rough in battle yeah. royals. You need like a falcon or something to get him into position. If you could team him up with a goal. falcon, that'd be really good. Again, and Luke Cage, you know, I, actually the Captain Marvel is not bad mm. because you can either make her a range piece or a charge piece. I liked her a lot, actually. Um, let's see, what else? Um, I think Militant, like, he's also, you know, got the oh. deep end and then he's also got the charge, right? Militant's incredible. Yeah, the, on- the only... Pl- problem that i have with militant is in battle royals you don't want to be defensive you want to be offensive so he's you know that 19 defense is nice but 19 is so hittable now it's i mean yeah when you see 19 it's like eh, that's like 18 19's a new 18 it really is especially if you get like a rare hulk he's punching for 14 15 and no reducers he just dies i mean the one thing that militant has going for him is the leadership and that's huge in battle royals you need leadership on your team um the black widow is really good you know 18 reflexes with stealth and outwit super good um i felt like her trait was just so bad it was like a really bad version of felix faust's power yep (sighs) uh leader is really good Oh yeah, love leader. Love yeah, leader. He's awesome. Um, I had yeah. him in my fifth game. I had leader, Miss Marvel, <laughs> Bowman, Black Widow, and Stinger. And that one, I should have gotten a third Thorgwen, but I completely forgot. So how it basically was is that he moved up Captain Marvel. It was my turn. I knew last action was coming soon um, because we had been playing for a while. Mike, I can't believe last action hasn't been called yet. And I running shot, psychic blasted his Captain Marvel for three. I was talking about before, I'm like, okay, I'm going to outwit with Black Widow. Wait, no, I'm going to running shot, second blast with Bowman first. I hit that attack, and then in my mind, I said out loud, I'm now outwitting Miss Marvel's defense, which I never said out loud, but in my mind, I did. And then I charged in with Miss Marvel. Uh, They said last action. I'm like, okay, that got me the game. And he clicked on one click, and I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, you only did one damage. No, I didn't. I did two. I outwitted it. You never said it out loud. I go, oh, you're right. I never did say it out loud. I said it in my head. 
Um, so I, Damn I, it. I was like, gosh, and that's just my brain was melting at that point of the day. Um, right. So I lost. I got second place by like ten or fifteen points. If it was Venom, I would have been very upset. But it's like, okay, it's another Thor Gwen. Don't need that one. And then my last. So it was four. Is that four Thor Gwens now? Four Thor Gwens. So out of my five <laughs> games, it was four Thor Gwens and one Venom got a symbiotes. And then my last oh. game, um, I had Thanos, Bats, Red She-Hulk, Ant-Man, and Winter Soldier. And of course, uh, Venom got dropped on the board. Uh, my first attack with Thanos was a crit miss. I couldn't do anything the entire game. Um, I got last, and Venom gets dropped, of course. Um, so I forget. I walked with away with a bunch of Plastic Man objects. So um, this just how my end of the game went. But overall, it was a very fun experience. I'm glad I went. Um, I didn't need a third Thor Gwen, to be honest. Um, but um, I'm happy I walked away with two of them, and I got myself a Venom. Man, I'm excited for, for Worlds. I'd love the Battle Royale, so I, I really appreciate yeah. you recounting those tales for me. See, and I wish I could go to Worlds. Um, a lot of the crew is going. Ryan and his wife is. Dan, Miles, Nate slash Pete, they're all going. I unfortunately have a wedding that weekend, so I can't go. Um, I've never been to a Worlds yet, so hopefully next year I can. Um, I wouldn't be competing in anything but Battle Royals and Team Sealed. Those are kind of where my thing is at. I don't like, I've said it how many times on this podcast, I'm not a competitive person, um, or I should say competitive Heroclix person. I just don't like looking across and seeing a Prime Spider-Man, a Carnage Surfer. Like This does not look fun to me at all. Um, I agree. I think we are totally of like mind. I am. I'm all about going there and doing battle royales and the and the team sealed. Uh, that's. I I haven't done a a solo worlds tournament since like 20, 2012 or something like that. Uh, it's been a long time. Well, and I like the battle royals and the team sealed because you play figures you normally wouldn't play. Like exactly. I would never play. Um, I'm just trying to think of a team that I like a Thanos. I'd never play him. He's garbage, <laughs> but yep. I got a chance to play him. I would never play a, um, like even Korvac. He's cool, but I don't think I'd ever play him unless it was actual casual play. And even then, there's other options that I'd rather do instead. So I like to see how those characters interact with each other. And then same thing with Team Sealed. You know, you're going to get sometimes the nut figures in those ones, but then other ones you got to put in little sprinkles of the other figures that you might never ever play again. So the, team, the the change that they've made to Team Sealed is really interesting. Now that they give you a whole brick, mm-hmm. and you have to divide it up amongst your teams, it, you know, it used to be you just get six random boosters, and you'd see some teams with like nothing but rares, and other teams would somehow manage to get two chases and two super rares, and you try to figure out what the heck and how the heck that happened. That's the but, worst is when like the team next to you gets the chase or whatever that you should have gotten out of that. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's much more equitable, and it's really interesting from a planning perspective. And in fact, you know, we get into this later, but this is actually one of the one of the, the early things that motivated me to do HC units. I spent a lot, a lot of time last year, before Worlds, uh, doing some pre-planning, planning, tr- trying to figure out, st- like, what are the statistics, what are the likelihoods that I'll see different units from the exosword set knowing that i'm going to get a brick i had a bunch of spreadsheets trying to figure all this out and i'm like this is silly why am i not just creating a program for this um, but i'm getting ahead of ourselves 
Um, but overall, Gen Con was amazing. I'll go again next year as long as I don't have a wedding. It worked out perfectly that I didn't have a wedding this week or last week so that I could go. I would have liked to have made it a little bit longer, but again, I don't think my brain could have comprehend what was going on after day two. I'm not as young as I used to. Um, and then I drive. I drove back that night too, which was a long drive. Uh, it's, it's not that long. It's like four to five hours, but it was by myself. I was the only one able to go. So when you, when you're driving in a car for five hours by yourself, um, it's, it's stay hard, uh, focus or stay awake. Well, that's when you need a good set of Heroclix podcasts to, yes. to keep you awake. <laughs> that's right. Right. Unfortunately, like, right. um, I know Scott's been going through stuff, so he hasn't had a podcast clicks off, uh, hasn't had, had one in a while. Dial H doesn't do, or didn't do one in a while. So I had nothing to listen to. And I'm not going to listen to myself. I'm not a narcissist. <laughs> um, but uh, so that was Gen Con. It was super fun. Congratulations to everyone that uh, went there and had success. It was it was great seeing everybody. Can't wait to see everybody at the next event that I'll be at, either the Chisa Championship, which I will be at, or um, Florida, which I will be going to Florida. Clay, you going to Florida? I am trying to. Uh David Newmark has reached out and try to. We're trying to put together something where we can kind of co-sponsor our our uh, different endeavors, and so I'm really I, I'm trying to make it work. Uh, he moved the date around a little bit, and so just trying to figure out how I can work out the schedule. But uh, it David sounds like he puts a fantastic amount of effort into it, and so I'm, I'm doing everything I can. Uh, it'd be I'm I, I love that the events that are being organized by you know, non-WizKids affiliated folks are starting to turn out to be some of the best out there. I yep. just love that level of enthusiasm from the community. Kilted Classics taken off. I'm hoping our Cheesehead Championship will take off. It sounds like we have a pretty good um, wanting to show this year. Um, the Hero Clicks for Huntington's had like 50-something people show up. Uh, and then Florida. I can't wait for that. Have you been to a Florida event yet or no? I haven't yet. I, haven't yet. Yeah. Kane, that's where Kane and I actually met for the first time. Was at the first that's one. That's right. Um, we had, I've known him for like a year and a half or something like that. Like I still have not seen Miles in person. <laughs> and he's a regular on always... podcast for like two years. I will never meet Mork unless it's at Worlds, probably. No, I, I'm hoping to get to the States next year. I'm going to come spear tackle you with a hug. <laughs> spear tackle. There you go. Spear tackle. Goldberg. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some other stuff that we got at Appreciation Night. Uh, one thing that was not at Appreciation Night that I'd like to really talk about too quick is that they revealed, they didn't reveal, but we saw it at the booth, was that the Ultra Chase for the Notorious set is going to be okay. the Phantom Zone um, Kryptonians, which is Zod, Nan, and I forget the girl's name. But um, it's all three of them in that ring that they're standing in in that movie from like the 80s or 70s Superman movies, which it looks great. And I really hope it's not as broken as Mephisto. Um, that, and I really hope that like every figure comes out as crisp as that one looked like that one looked incredible. Yeah. Like, Top notch art. <laughs> the, the figures are, we're going to be talking about soon that they showed an appreciation night, like whiz kids, you know, we bash whiz kids a lot of times on this podcast. I don't like to do it, but it's very easy to do it. But where they're they knocking, know what to do. Yeah. What where they're knocking it out of the park at is sculpts coming up. 
And if you oh, guys yeah. had a chance to see the sculpts at the appreciation night, my God. Like, they talked about it when it was, what was it? House of X were like, oh, we're going to make our sculpts bigger. We're going to put more details into it. And then we saw House of X and we're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, nothing has changed. They still look the same, except unless you're a super rare or a chase, it looks, you know, those googly eyes melted plastic. But um, they showed some figures from Notorious and from Wheels of Vengeance. Uh, some of the figures from Wheels of Vengeance, which I think has the most beautiful sculpts in the game, is um, there's a Namor riding a giant shark, which looks absolutely amazing. It looks it, incredible, yeah. Um, I believe it was Miles or Tyler in our Discord um, mentioned they got rid of the peanut base. It's now, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It's not a peanut base They're anymore. Pulling it an expanded base or something like a that now? Ba- a Band-Aid base, maybe? Expanded. Or expanded? Yeah. It's yeah. It doesn't have the divots in the middle anymore. It's just straight. It's kind of like a um, Galactus style, where it's just straight mm. along the side. Uh, the only problem I see with that is that if you do put the figures diagonal, you're not going to be able to put the other figure in that square. So I don't know if they're going to make a rule for that type of base that you can't go diagonal, but I feel like they can't do that. I mean, they can do whatever they want, obviously, but that just seems like an unnecessary rule to do because of the shape of the base. But that was just a thought that someone had in our Discord, so it could be. It's probably, I, I mean, if it results in better-looking sculpts, that's great. I, I, I think that, I would imagine that's the direction they're trying to go in with this change. One of the things you didn't mention was the little the little uh, uh, tile base that the, that the units go on now. I, and I think that became standard. I think it was with uh, Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. The little, like, floor thing. And I, I love yeah. that. I think it adds a little extra element of theme, you know, makes them a little taller. But you're absolutely right. They have been doing a phenomenal job with how how their sculpts look. Um, the quality has been significantly improving. Can, seems to continue to do so every single set. So big yeah. kudos to them. Even the uh, con, con exclusives, like Venom looks gorgeous. I haven't seen him in person, but he sparkles. Um, the Wonder Woman set, the, the one with the lasso, I can't think of her name, starts with an N. Um, she's got the lasso going across her body. She, uh, Antonio Clark made a comment on Facebook of how great she looks. She looks absolutely gorgeous. The other two are just kind of standing in regular poses, but she's got that golden lasso. It's going across her chest. She's swinging it in the other hand. Uh, Nubia, I think is her name. Nubia. Um, but she looks absolutely gorgeous. The Space Coast, you know, he just kind of looks plain. Um, the Hawkeye Hawkeye look great and yeah. Bat Mermaid looks great too. Um, yeah, Bat Mermaid. <laughs> Bat, Bat, Maid. Bat Maid. Yeah. Um, what was very surprising at the appreciation night was they showed a lot of the chases from Wheels of Vengeance. Now, no dials, <clears throat> but the figures. Uh, one that I know Dan's very excited for, and I'm going to butcher this name, but it's that black horse, um, Sapphire. Uh-huh. Slaynear, Slepnir. I don't know who that is. Who is that? Is that like Ghost Rider's horse from the Western days? Does anyone know? Kane, you're like the comic book guy. 
I believe it is. It's more of like the old, uh, like 13th century type of thing. Uh, I'm not maybe completely butching that, but it's a Norse, it's a Norse thing. Okay. Um, but I don't know too much more past that. Uh, we got the Wolverine on the motorcycle. You know, that one, I, that one, oh, the Wolverine. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. The one from, um, I know it's not from there, but it's from Wolverine's, Wolverine's so, yeah. origins when he's like, He's yeah, yeah. and he's like scraping <laughs> the ground with him behind him. That's gonna be a cool one. The bad um, but good movie, yeah. That the one. bad, yeah. I still think that, that was a good movie. <laughs> Just the CG. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, X Men Apocalypse was the bad one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was rough. <laughs> that was rough. Um, there's a another guy. I don't know who this is, but he's got a a black trident. And he's got the the star of the devil on his chest. I I can I can see the name. I just can't say it out loud right now. Hellstrom. Is that who that is? Hellstrom. Is it Hellstrom? Is it a Hellstrom? Yeah, it was Hell something. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's in there, and then they have a picture of a lot of cool ones. So they've got a flaming Ghost Rider on a horse. They've got, I believe, that's a Dormammu in the blue suit. It looks like a Dormammu. I don't know who else that would be. Or maybe Red Skull. Could be Red Skull. And then they have um, the female Ghost Rider, who I can't remember who that is. Me neither, but I like that that, weapon she has. It's really cool. Um, So this is definitely going to be... Now, I'm very excited for Wheels of Vengeance. I'm just not excited for the storage aspect of it because I have no idea what I'm going to keep these figures in. Um, well, you, yeah, you, forgot to mention the, you forgot to mention the one that I'm the most excited about. Oh, yes. Is the, yes. the surfing ghost rider. Oh, yeah. Was, it looks so oh, yeah. good. I, I was getting that Incredible. one. Yes. So sorry, they have, sorry. It's, it's Robbie Reyes on the cosmic surfboard. And it's got this and huge orange flame wave coming behind him. And he's orange base. Now, from what I gathered from my intel is that the orange base ones are called glow clicks, and they're going to glow in the dark. Duh. <laughs> they didn't really turn cool. the lights off at Gen Con for all yes. you guys to see it glow in the dark. For those midnight like, clicks that we've it. all played all the time. Um, I don't know how, I don't know how, if you guys are avid comic book fans, but when I was a teenager, they had the Ghost Rider with the glow in the dark cover. And this thing was <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God. This was, it was one yeah. of the first of the, you know, super fancy covers that they did. It was so cool i had that i would hide in my closet you know ch- or charge him up with the light hide in my closet and look at the look at it oh so to have to have cool. hero clicks to do something comparable oh how exciting yeah um i don't know it's how really many exciting. glow clicks they're making um but they're definitely like i don't want i don't want when i get these i don't want to keep them in a box i want to display them somewhere like yeah. it feels like a shame to keep these in now i keep all my stuff in like baseball card boxes um, I know some people do tackle boxes. Um, you, what do you have there, Clay? It just looks like plastic bins. Yeah, the dollar twenty bins from Target. <laughs> um, but like these, I feel like should be displayed on somewhere in your man cave or office or wherever you um, reside. All your hero clicks. And, and that's like with you think about like Funko Pops, right? How they get a little out of hand and how much you collect. I feel like. And shouts out to WizKids, right? Like, their quality and their sculpts. It's not every set we get one or two figures that are worth displaying. Lately, we've been getting multiple figures that are worth displaying. And it, 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 
it's complaining, but it's not complaining because it's it's getting finding the space to put them all up. But we get to put them all up. Yeah, all like, look no matter how so. whatever they do, it seems like we always have something to complain about. Like, oh, these look good, yeah. but where am I going to store these wins, kids? Come how on, dare you make it all look so amazing. Yeah, <laughs> how dare you? Well, that's like yeah. I was talking to Jonathan Virgilio about the new Wonder Woman clicks, uh, the the set that they sold. And there's one, one Wonder Woman that lets you equip Wonder Woman equipment to two or three other people with the Amazon keyword, which is cool. But those equipments are retiring in a month. So that trait's going to mean nothing unless they're coming out with new Wonder Woman equipment. So cool well, idea, a new, but a little too late. Uh, there's a new DC set that they mentioned at Gen Con uh, that says new set. It's like the latest set when you look at the slide. It's like okay. a 2024 set for DC. So, yeah, I think a few things are kind of giving us what we need to fuel it in the future now as well. So even though we're losing staples, we're going to have new reasons to use them. So. Yeah. Well, and, then, and that's one thing we've always like talked about is like the jumping between sets for mechanics we'd let we'd like to see mechanics carry over to new sets and so this is some of that we'd love to see the equipment be introduced yep. to be playable and then they uh, mentioned the next set for, the first set for 2024 which is going to be a deadpool weapon x set um they showed one figure and it's wolverine and deadpool kind of i think it's shaking hands or high five and or they're like fist. they're doing like the bro fist that they do in predator where yeah, they both i was like, just about like to say muscle. that it's yeah. arnold and uh what's the other guy's name it's duke no it's not duke um oh i can, uh, I can see it something you son of a bitch <laughs> i can see yeah. the what's the actor's name though Dylan, the guy Dylan, you son of a and, bitch. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's Dylan, and then what's Arnold's name in that movie? Ah, oh. Dutch. Dutch, yeah. Dylan, you son of a bitch. Um, so that, yeah, that's gonna yeah, be Carl, that's gonna be Carl the Carl son Weathers, of a bitch right? click right there. I'm calling yeah, it. Yeah, it is now. Carl, Carl Weathers. Yep. Carl I'm Weathers. Carl. Yeah. Uh, what was his name in Rocky? Uh, oh, Creed. Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. Thank you. That um, one I won't mess up. <laughs> and, and real quick, speaking of messing up, uh, Slipnir, I had to do it because Dan- I heard Dan's voice in the back of my head. Slipnir is Odin's magical eight-legged steed. I Googled it. Oh, so it's and not so even a ghostwriter thing. That's interesting. Yeah, no, it's Odin's one. Hmm. Well, maybe there is a ghostwriter thing at some point, but that's as far as I got. So. Okay. Um, they also Dan. previewed some starter sets for Marvel and DC. There's a Superman in the DC one, so I have to get that one. And again, those sculpts look great. Uh, they were on display. Yeah, those sculpts are crazy good. Um, what else did they display there? Um, the Marvel Studios um, Hero Click set, Dick which is Chase. like Disney Plus Two. Yep. So that's going to yeah. be She Hulk, Hawkeye, <laughs> Baby Groot shorts, which, okay, I guess. Uh, Moon Knight, Miss <laughs> Marvel, and Werewolf by Night. So I never watched, I never finished She Hulk, I never watched Baby Groot. And I didn't watch Were- Werewolf by Night. I was kind of hoping they were going to throw in Secret Invasion in there, but um, because yeah. I feel like yeah. we talked about this in Discord. I still haven't finished Secret Invasion, but we talked about it in Discord. Like it doesn't seem like there's going to be that many pulls from those. Like She Hulk's definitely going to have the most. It's going to be She Hulk, Titania, uh, Wrecking Crew, Abomination, Wong was in there. Um, 
Hulk, Hulk's son, uh, Hawkeye. You know, you got Hawkeye, you got Kate Bishop, you got Echo, you got Kingpin. I don't, uh, Swordsman, I think he was in there. He was the rich guy, I believe it was. Baby Groot's, Baby Groot, obviously. Don't know what else is going to be in there. Moon Knight, you got a couple things to pull from. Miss Marvel, like what else? There was Miss Marvel and who? Miss Marvel, like, what do you mean? Like, as far as it's <laughs> like, in the show? Yeah, like, what would they pull from the Miss Marvel show? I don't even remember the villain from that. Maybe some, like, assassin character. Because there was a couple assassin characters. Yeah. There was a couple. Yeah, like, I don't even know. You'd probably do some agent of some sort. But probably not much. From yeah. Um, and then Werewolf by Night, I don't know anything about. So I couldn't tell you what they're going to be pulling yeah. from that. Me neither. Uh, I definitely imagine but... some cool equipment from that, from those sets, right? If they do, you could equipment. have Hawkeye's bow. You could have the bracelets, Ms., uh, Ms. Marvel's bracelets. You know, yeah. um, what's yeah, the, interesting um, to see yeah. if... the staff from what's the god from Moon Knight? Um, yeah, they, yeah, they definitely yeah. could do some cool stuff in that one for sure. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see. Is is we're gonna, are we going to have another Disney set where the equipment defines the meta for a generation of clicks, Ooh. or they have a chase yeah. that wasn't even in the show and it's a meta staple in the entire game? Who knows? Uh, it's gonna be a Khonshu avatar type of power. They, I don't that would know, be cool. I'm all for uh, it. Like they have a duo Hulk and She Hulk figure from the She Hulk show. Mm, that's right. Um, what else do we got here? Iconics. You know the Superman. I saw those up close. Those are great. Um, they're coming out with um, more Peacemaker uh, figures. I never had the chance to watch the Peacemaker show. Um, but it looks get great. on it, Adam. Get on it. I I avoided yeah. it for so long because I didn't really like the character in the movie. But someone's just just watch it, and oh, I love it. I've watched it three times since. It's, it's on so HBO good. Max, right? Right. Yeah, I have that. So I'll have to find yeah. a time to watch it. Um, it's a silly show, but it, it, it yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Good. I mean, it's got John Cena. It's gonna be silly. Um, they All have right. a Sherlock Holmes Iconics click. Which is coming out, which is a very interesting choice of a yeah, license. interesting, nice way of putting it. Um, Hound of the Baskervilles figure is so good. Uh, what else we got here? We have, um, we're clearly have somebody at WizKids who's trying to make Detective the new <laughs> meta, yes. right? <laughs> Not that hard when there's so many mystery cards with that on it. Like, oh I've man, been Detective recently myself, and now Sherlock Holmes. Like, it's bound to blow up a little bit more. They're really doing a lot more iconic sets coming out. Like when when I played a while ago, they did Target releases, which like they did the Avengers, they did Age Ultron, yeah. uh, they did a bunch like that. And I feel like they're doing that with this set. Um, so they have Batman and Robin, Death of Superman, the Iron Man Hall. Uh, Colossal Kong. So from what I heard is that the Kong we're getting is going to have actual fur on the figure. So it's going to have texture to it, which is going to be interesting. Sherlock Holmes, Super Secret Valentine's Project. I don't know what that is. Uh, Peacemaker, first appearance of Wolverine, and then another Peacemaker iconic click. So a lot of iconics coming up. Which is good, right? Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's accessible. Everyone can get it. it. They look incredible. You can most of them so far have looked incredible. You can display them. So I think I think I think my biggest thing with these are like the accessibility. Like I don't like and we discussed this right before the podcast, like the Captain America on a steep on a horse thing, right? 
we know how complicated that's going to be. We know how complicated Venom got a symbiote is. So I think Iconics is a nice step in that direction as far as accessibility goes. Yeah. My only issue, like I said, I got to have an issue with it because it's kids. is that to me, it's almost too much for me to keep up with because like Superman's going to be, Death of Superman's 80 bucks. I don't know how much Kong is going to be. I'm probably going to pass on Sherlock Holmes. Like, and that's part of this game. Like if you don't like the figures, just move on and pass it. But there's going to always be that one figure in there that you want that you're going to have to drop the money on like with hellfire gala you know all very fun figures nothing really meant to finding except polaris and that's usually how they yeah. did it was it, whether with a fast forces or a gravity feed there's always that one figure in there that you gotta get um that's gonna be competitive and um you're gonna want to want it but that's what my only gripe about it is that it's a lot coming out especially like iconics is like every month or something like that which is you I'm, know it's if, good and they bad. have that one if they have that one figure, I'm okay with that because that's at least some incentive. It's as opposed to getting nothing <laughs> for a set that costs eighty bucks. Yeah. Um, so at least there's something in there. It just, like I said, I'm not trying to complain, but like with uh, this last set, we had three different uh, play at home kits. We had the Iron Man, the Captain America, and the Hulk, uh, and they all had stuff in there that you needed with the elevation and the train, the objects and the legacy cards. So I like, I like it, but then I don't like it. It's almost, I have too many options to get stuff and you want to really like, I don't think you say that again, though, Adam, like I, I think the three play at home kits were just to get a lot of maps out that were small size for everyone that yep. were accessible. So to go, Hey, here's three maps to play with. And, and Jeff, like you had to get all three. Like, we've all got a heart-shaped bush. We've all got lava pool. We've all got the chain link fence. Like, I'm glad I have all three. Um, I'm tempted to buy more <laughs> just to get, like, two or three of those again. So, um, yeah. they're smart. But, yeah, it's hard to keep up. I'm, I'm making choices now. Like, uh, Wheels of Vengeance, like we're talking about how to store it now. I've just moved from all my stuff on display to only modern. Um, but now I'm like, I might just get a brick of wheels, no matter how good the set is. How am I going to put all that on display? It's like, a lot of plastic in that set. And it's super boosters, and I believe you're only getting four figures. Four figures, That's yeah. It. What, one D-knot and three standard figures. Yeah, with um, Infinity War, you got a giant figure and four figures, but now they're just downgrading mm -hmm. it to four. So you're getting less, but in the also you're getting more because the sculpts and like the size of the figures and stuff like that. Absolutely. I just um, hope they're not trying to ease us into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's going to be the standard <laughs> four figures, no matter what they're going to yeah. shrink the then boosters. Three, then more. two, then back to single figure gravity yeah. fee. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they don't do that, but a uh, lot of cool yeah, stuff. I think this might be one of the appreciation nights that they reveal the most things. Cause usually you get like little bits and like they were even passing around that Robbie Reyes on the surfboard. Like people got to actually hold it in their hands along with a lot of the other figures, which is really cool. Um, so I do think they did a great job at that. I wish I could have gone. It was Friday. I didn't have a chance to go, but they definitely revealed a lot more than I thought they ever have done at a, an appreciation night. I've never been able to go to an appreciation night. Um, and then they were awesome enough to give dial H like a complete slop set to give away on their channel. So that's awesome. Like, like it's everything. It's a brick of slop, all the tarot cards, all the, um, 
the prizes that you got from that thing, like that's an awesome, awesome thing for them to do. So kudos to you, WizKids. I do have a pretty funny little anecdote uh, from from the appreciation dinner or the the show that was passed on to me. Um, I I wasn't there obviously either, but but what I was told is that Lucas actually specifically asked them, "Hey, are you going to collaborate with Clay on HC units?" And uh, I was told that the response w- from them was. What's HC units? We have never heard of this. <laughs> but then, but then they actually were, were really uh, sharp, and they had a follow up. They they asked the audience, "Hey, who among you in the audience has actually heard of this site? Or do you use it?" And every single hand went up. And so I I'm really excited. I'm hoping I can find a, an opportunity to connect with WizKids at Worlds and, and see if maybe there's an opportunity for us to collaborate. Your check is in the mail. I'm just excited to to be able to. Uh, I want to I want to get more data out of their tournament system, the win, because I think that that can really fuel a bunch of interesting improvements. So, well, that is a but, great well, like you- way to segue into our next segment. But um, whoever was talking, go ahead. I didn't see who it was uh, before. I and, and that and that's what exactly I was going to do, Adam. Is is a segue into it and state that like, I mean, shouts out to you. Uh, you know, overall for the HC HC units because um, everyone uses it, right? Like you said, everyone you know rose, wrote, uh, raised their hand there, and it's incredible. It's super easy to navigate. It's very like yeah. digestible. It's 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 incredible. You did a phenomenal job. So well, thank you. I ahead, I, I built this for myself, and and I have been amazed at the how quickly the community has like embraced it. Um, so it's just been thrilling to me to to see how many people are excited about, about using it and, and giving me amazing feedback that helps me make it even better. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk and, a little bit really about nice um, HC units. So up until like a month or so ago, I hadn't really heard about it. I mean, I, I've heard people talk about it, but I never really look into it. It's For me, change is scary. So I've, it's been kind of like that thing, like going from a, a Mac to a PC or a PC to a Mac or doing this. Like you're you're – you're used to what you've been doing with for years. Now, Clay even told us me before the podcast, like I've been using HC Realm since 2005. <laughs> I've been using it for 18 years. Like that's my go-to. Um, I never really got into Clicks Nexus, um, but HC Realm was just always there. I was used to it, thing like that. But it had its limitations. Like I used to trade on there all the time. I'm sure Clay, you used to trade on there when that was a yeah. thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, they usually have. Uh, once a figure is spoiled on a Scott Porter video or Facebook, they put it up like next day or something like that. They're pretty good about that stuff, but there are some issues, not a ton. Um, one big thing I know people never were really a fan of was that you couldn't save your teams. So like you would make a team and then if you um, cleared it, it was gone forever. There was no way to get it back there. Um, so it had, it, it was a great, program when it first came out it just never really evolved in the years as it has been around it's always been kind of the same website as always has been and then clay why don't you talk about why you wanted to come up with hc units maybe kind of how you did this like i'm not sure what you use as like a browser thing like if you were use wordpress or wix or whatever you use for that but talk a little bit about how you began the process of starting hc units yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, so, so 
Yeah, I, you know, like you mentioned, I have been using the realms for years. There was a couple, a couple years where I was a platinum donor, and I kept giving them feedback. I really want to save my team. I really want to be able to save my team. And it was just crickets, nothing. You know, I'm like, why am I donating if I'm not getting any value out of this beyond, you know, the value I'd get if I don't pay anything at all? And so, um, I, I, I gravitated towards using spreadsheets, and I would be saving all my teams, and it was so tedious because, you know to copy all the data out of the realms and copy it over to, to spreadsheets and like try to manage all these different tabs was just a pain in the butt. And I'm like, you know, there has to be a better way to do this. Um, I am a computer programmer by trade and, and, I, and, and I've, you know, I, I don't know if you use it, but I created hcmaps.net uh, oh. a few years ago. And, and that was, I'd really not done a whole lot of web programming. Um, but that kind of, uh, that was the first thing I really sunk my teeth into. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And then finally had a little bit of time over this past Christmas break and decided to, f I, I was going to, I, I decided I was finally going to go all in. Um, and the challenge, the big difference between HC Maps and this, um, HC Maps runs completely in your web browser. Um, it, it, it's all JavaScript there's some data files that it loads from the server, but that's that's it. I didn't have to deal with any sort of backend system. I knew that if I was going to create a units-based site, a t you know something that saves your team, it needed to have a backend, and that just greatly increased the complexity. It was really daunting to me for a while, but I was just so sick of dealing with spreadsheets um, and not seeing the game evolve. The I have a couple. I have a, I have three kids myself, and I've been trying to get them into the into the game, and and it's really interesting to see. You know, I I, I love playing the I love playing meta games. I, I I do play competitively, but you know, trying to get them into it is a real struggle, and I and for me, it you know, like looking at how they approach the game gives me a sense for how difficult the game is. Is you know from the from the perspective of somebody who's new or you know who hasn't been playing games for thirty years, um, and I and so I I really besides creating something that ma helped me manage the units manage my teams, I really just wanted to make something that made it easy and fun to build teams because it's such a core part of this game, and it some people hate that process. It's you know and and so if you if you don't have the right tools. It's really frustrating and tedious, and and it's such an important, you know, like the the pre battle is just as important, if not more, than the actual battle itself. And so, to I want to be, I want this game to grow. I want the the community to thrive. And so, to be able to create a tool that that can hopefully bring in new people, make the game easier to play and grow. It, I mean, that that benefits me directly because uh, I love this community and. I want to see this game thrive. So uh, that's that. That's really all. That's what was a lot of the motivating factors for me. And not only are you able to save like teams on there, you're also able to save events on there. So like, if you don't know, there is an explore option where you can go to like 
the Nevada states. Uh, Clay reached out to me about our Wisconsin state, so I gave him all the build sheets of top eight, and he uploads that. That way people can see. You know, sometimes if you're on Facebook, you'll be able to see if you're scrolling and you're luckily, oh, so-and-so won the New York states with this team. And then it's kind of gone forever because unless you take a snapshot of it, um, you're not going to be able to find that on Facebook again. But if you... You know, two months from now, oh, what did New York guy win at his states? Oh, that's right. He played this stuff. So that's another big, big part of Clay's website is that you can just see what um, states won. Now, he does the bigger ones, obviously. He won't do every event in the country because he doesn't have that. I would love to. That would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. We just had this casual... 200 point event at our venue. Here's the results. Um, hey, you know, look at, think of it from this perspective. Magic the Gathering, their community tracks all this stuff. And a lot of that is, or maybe not every single game, but a, but a lot more games than we have, than we track as a community. And a lot of it is because they have the right tools. Yeah. They have, you know, the ability to do online play that we don't do. Um, and so I think of what, you know, what we have with HC units right now is just a, a, a small chunk of what we really could do as a community. And the more data we have, the much more interesting things we can do. Um, I, I do want to give a big shout out to Patrick Yupoko, uh, who has been collecting team data for his Majestic site for a very, very long time. I use that as a, a, a big resource for myself. And that, and that it was actually Brad Broyles who runs the Bradcast online tournaments, who actually suggested that I start collecting tournament data. Um, and and so the two of them provided tremendous amount of inspiration and early feedback on this. And it's and, and that functionality is is very much something that I want to continue to involve uh, to evolve because I think it's it really has, you know, when you start to collect that data, you can start to see trends. You can dig into like what pieces are are being played. So one of the most, more recent pages that I launched was what I, something I call the meta, which allows you, it's kind of like a, I think of it as a billboard top 100 monthly list for all of the hero clicks. So you can see what which figures in, for like your, say your main force are trending for this particular month. You can see, oh, uh, uh, in fact, I'll go there right now. And yeah, I'll, didn't I'll we just the... see um, St. Walker and Watcher because of Lucas, they're trending up. Now? That's right. Yes. Uh, let me see if I can find him. Uh, I'll be honest. I haven't seen this tab yet, and I love it. So far. I know. I, <laughs> I, I haven't heard about this. About. I saw the trending thing up on Facebook, and I, but I didn't know what it was. I'm like, when did WizKids start doing a trending thing? And I don't know why my brain said, why did WizKids do something? But I should have known it was Clay. <laughs> um, one thing I do want to say real quick, because Clay kind of hinted on it, is that he, lo- unlike WizKids, he loves to hear from you and will take your suggestions to add to the website. If you have an idea, contact him on Facebook and say, hey, I thought about this maybe for your website. He'll be like, oh, that's a great idea, or stop contacting me. Uh, but he <laughs> will absolutely listen to what you have to say, and if it's a good idea and he can do it, he absolutely will add it to the website. And, and I I. The best stuff that I've have that I have on the website has absolutely come from suggestions of other people, um, and so I I love hearing ideas. There's a whole bunch of stuff that I keep wanting to do that I have that is on my list, um, and it's all suggestions that other people have provided. So um, you know, even if it's just something simple as "Hey, you've misspelled this 
piece of text, please let me know because what because what I really I really want to have the best database that we can. Um, and I'm and 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 I do have all the unit data, and I'm and I'm more than happy to share it with any anybody else who's interested. Because um, even if you can create a better site. I applaud you, and I will be the first person to to help you test it because I I just think that you know we as a community thrive the more we can share. Absolutely, I think you've set the bar too high, Clay. I think it's let's <laughs> help you get HC units better. No one wants to try and better that side. It's amazing. Well, um, and I, I am sure that people have reached out to you to make a new win. Um, platform because you know win has been the foundation for keeping track of events your records the uh, finding stores in your area but um, it's really I don't know if WizKids is maintaining that or what but it has really kind of fallen it's... off the pedestal it's really hard to make events on there at least for me I've heard that if you are the store manager or whatever it's much easier uh, you can't even find stores on there like the Coliseum Games where we're having our Cheesehead Championship. You can't even find that store on the win. Um, and I know WizKids doesn't even use the win for their own tournaments. So it'd be nice to have an actual um, site that is upkept, maintenance, and works. And if it doesn't work, it's fixed within the next couple days. So I, I believe would... they're actually looking to fix it. Um, I can tell you that Win was an internal proprietary anyway. It was made from an external company. So with fixing stuff, they're going to a third-party vendor to get access. Um, so I've, I can't talk too much, but I know it's something they're looking to improve at the moment. And, and there are people that are on that for Win. I'm very excited about it because I, I love the achievement side of win. Um, but I've got the luxury, like you just said, of using the store account. The store account, no issues. Make whatever event you want. Um, and there's some workarounds that I, I forget who gave it to me. There was a workaround on how to close an event, right? <laughs> Which was just putting in a different URL would close the event because that's what the button's meant to go to. Now, WizKids didn't even know that. I supplied them a workaround the community had found for their system because it's not their like it's not their product. So they're looking to to fix that, which is exciting. Um, but by all means, please, Clay, you know, show us how it's done. <laughs> well, I was gonna say real quick, like the achievements uh, thing on Win. I love that. Remember when you got the the ID cards and you Scratch scratched cards, off the back yeah. and you typed in the code and hey, you got an achievement because you inputted the Superman ID card. I mean, it didn't get you anything, but it was still a little bonus. Uh, when he did it, but yes, Clay, go ahead. Yeah, I, I am not affiliated at all with the win. Um, I, so I can, so a lot of what I can say is kind of just it will. It's just speculative, and I don't. Ha I haven't signed any NDAs, um, so I can kind of just uh, speculate. But uh, I don't see. It, it will be very, very hard for to completely replace the win, to be honest. And I'm not sure that's actually going to be a goal of mine in any short term. What I'd love to find a way is to be complementary to it. I think what the win does really well is connect WizKids to the venues, to the to the dealers who are selling their product. And from that perspective, they are not going to want to, uh, you know, put me in the middle of that. And, and I don't have a, I don't have any desire to be in the middle of that. Like, I think that's a fundamental part of their business. I wish they would do more. To be honest, I think they are they. They could do a lot more to to continue to to grow engagement within the venues where so much of their their play 
occurs and that generates sales. Um, what they have that I that is very tough for me to replicate and where I'm actually kind of stuck at the moment and want their help is uh, it's it's around the tracking of the specific tournaments, the rounds, and more so the player identity. Um, I don't have so you know when you create your login for HC units, I don't have your real name, I don't have your win ID, uh, and I don't have a way to connect the two. I can't verify, even if I asked you for your win ID, I can't verify that that's actually your win ID. There's nothing that prevents me from going and putting, uh, you know, Adam, your, your win ID in there and pretending to be you. So I need a way to, uh, to, to, to connect. And I don't, and I don't think I can do that without their help. They, they also track, as I mentioned, the round to round play. Um, I think it would be so amazing if I could be able to, uh, capture that data because then we can start to do player rankings um we can start to track the success of teams and the units within teams we can say like authoritatively you know spider-man prime has been on 75 percent of winning teams in the last you know month and right now you know because they have half the piece of that puzzle but they don't they don't have it down to the team level they don't have it down to the unit level and and so what they have and what I have are there's this little bit of overlap, you know, in the middle. Imagine me, you know, drawing these circles with my hands. Um, but if we can connect the dots between these concentric circles and and have you know one broader system that collects all this data, or even two systems that work together, oh, it would be such an amazing advance for for our game. Um, yeah, I think I would love to see. As, again, it's all kind of third-party stuff, and it's a ton of work for whoever does it, but I would love to see, like, Nationals. This is how many Venom Magnetos were played. This is how many Prime Spider-Mans were made. This is how many made the top eight, uh, things like that. Or then even, again, I'm talking way outside my comfort zone, but then maybe at Worlds. Okay, compare. Okay, this is how many Venom Magnetos were played at Nationals. Now this is how many... Benamentes were played at Worlds, so kind of a comparison because maybe there's a new figure that came out that uh, made that one figure more obsolete, or like with Prime Spider-Man gaining ground, okay, now at Nationals, it was 60% of Prime Spider-Man, now at Worlds, it's 75%, so people can kind of see the differences in how the meta can change is just uh, in just a month or something like that. And, and I have to see. I have to believe that this is valuable data for WizKids too. They must want to know what products, what pieces are driving sales, um, and they don't have a good way to do that. I mean, they can speculate, you know, um, and, but but up until these last few months, I think I, I I feel like everything that we've been doing is mostly anecdotal. Nobody's collecting data at the scale that that we are now, and I'm really excited to go into worlds because this is going to be one of the first worlds where we can actually see that people are making real data-driven decisions about what they're playing um yep. and the and 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 i'm curious to see how what that unlocks because there are going to be a lot of people who play the who play the meta who play what they see as being dominant in the meta and i think there's going to be a number of people who go in a different direction and play to, to beat the meta and i'm curious to see what those teams are like i'm a big analytical guy like i love baseball because of how many different stats there are like Money, if you if you ever never watched the movie Moneyball, like the amount of stats that are in baseball are ridiculous. Half of them they don't totally. even need. 
You don't even need them, but they're there. Like, it would be even interesting, again, they'd have to keep track of this somehow on their build sheets, but even how many people decide to take map or go first. I think that's would be a very interesting stat to see what's more popular. Is it 50-50? Is it more 70-30? People want to get map first, or people want to go um, their turn first, or something like that. Like That, to me, is an interesting stat I don't think is talked enough about, and I don't think we have a range of what's more popular right now. Because forever, it was, oh, I won roll, I get map and go first. <laughs> You're screwed, I win. Now, it's a lot more strategic. Is map going to be what helps your team out, or is Alpha Strike going to be what's going to help your team out? I love that you brought this up, because this is actually the thing that I have struggled with the most this year with the rule changes. It took me a very, very long time to get my head wrapped around this, because it, it creates so many different like possibilities, and, ha it, and trying to plan ahead of time is so much harder than it used to be. Um, I'm curious to hear from you, you know all of you guys. Where have you landed? What do you think? Do you like to pick map? Do you like to go first? Do you have a have you landed on what your uh, you know primary you know choice is? So me personally, and then we'll go Kane and uh, Mark. But me personally, I suck at picking maps. I don't think <laughs> map is that crucial to a team unless you know you're playing like a Scarab and need Mork or a Morlock tunnels or something like that. But like when I go to any event, I bring two maps. I bring. Uh, barn stable wedding and i bring the sanctuary uh, mostly because those are my only two <laughs> neoprene modern maps because <laughs> i i you know paper maps are fine but it's just it's easier to play at a neoprene map to be honest um i got a couple other ones like i got um i got my first short map and that's again too short map short map or long map What's what's the uh, ratio there? Do people like the long maps or are people more going... Like if you're playing a Spider-Man or a Silver Carnage team, you're probably playing on a short map compared to a long map. If you're playing a Scarab, probably a longer map because you, you don't want people to get to you right away. But uh, for me personally, I like... I'm 50-50 to be honest because I've always built my teams around... I'm going to let you make the first attack and if you miss... I'm just going to dis destroy your team. I like to play high defense. Um, I don't like really taking that risk of alpha striking because 90% of the time I miss and then my team dies. So I like to have them give an opening to me rather me give an opening to them. So I would say I'm split down the middle 50-50. Kane, what about you? Oh, you are muted, Kane. You are muted, Kane. We cannot hear you. Thank you for letting me know. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, my answer is going to be maps. Um, I I play I played in states over here, Hulk Prime and Sky Tyrant and a bunch of other figures. <clears throat> I I want to go first with that team, but like because where everyone's so quick and used to the small maps and how like aggressive those teams uh, those maps are. Um, I think being able to pick, okay, my, my opponent wants to be up in my face and fighting, I think I'm going to pick the bigger map, and I'm going to go indoor. Or right now, for me, I think it's such a big disruptiveness when it comes to the gameplay that I think having the choice of that is just strong. Um, so to me, I, I think maps is the better choice. 
Um, but it just depends, right? Like, again, when I go, if I choose to go first and I have Hulk Prime, I can spend a turn healing him all the way up um, and stay in the back. Uh, so it just depends. But ultimately, I, I, I've landed on the map side. So, Mark? Yeah, I'm similar to Kane as well. Um, I love playing themes, so I've already got my plus three <laughs> to map roll, so I might as well utilize it. But I, I like that choice exactly what Kane said. So I, I always bring a small indoor, a small outdoor, and, and a big map, so I get the choice in what we're playing on. Um, you know, I just I won my states here, and, and that map choice made a big difference in some of my games. Like, I love Manhattan Bridge. It's the first map I ever played at Nationals last year in a competitive tournament. So I, I bring that, and it's just a great map to play on for a long map because people just have this tunnel that you have to run down. There's a little bit of blocking, but it's just a, a long fight you know, across the map. But um, I, I, I kind of... I always thought that going first was beneficial. I'm an ex-Magic the Gathering player as well, and I found out some decks you play second, and it's far more pivotal going second, and most people question why. But that going second in hero clicks is about, I get to see where you place, I get to see where you put your, your objects, and then I'm going to do that. And, and we're on my map, so I'm going to be reactive to everything you choose. So you put blocking there, cool, I'm going to put blocking over there. And now there's a wall in the middle of the map. So I feel like it's just far more beneficial. And if I'm playing theme anyway, I may as well get my map choice while I'm at it and be reactionary rather than that alpha striker. I'm, I'm more of a planning guy. I'm like three turns ahead rather than just reactionary to what's happening so i love going second i get map i get to see what they're doing then i get to come in and, and see where they landed halfway through a map and then i'll go deal with them and if they want to turtle up i'll come get you don't worry takes two turns i'll be there <laughs> and i've heard a lot of people say that like i would rather react to what you did than you react to what i did yep um I well, i'm with like you guys I, I i also i i think i've landed on uh, I would rather pick the map and go second. Um, I I have been struggling to try to find a reason why I would ever want to play a short map unless I'm fighting a mission point team. Um, and, and I'm amazed at the people who are showing up with tournaments with nothing but short maps because I feel like they're basically saying, hey, please alpha strike me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing with them going first. Like, it's odd because again on the smaller type uh, smaller maps like that's what i'd expect them to do so i don't like i don't know i, I don't play those type of teams so it's, it's a little hard to tell but um yeah. but yeah i mean it, it'd be interesting for you to get like at that whenever you get to that point like that data right and see and compare and see what everyone decides so yeah but we are collecting data around maps you can go and you can go to the site right now and uh in fact you can look at the meta and you can pick the maps and let's see what we got number one wakanda <laughs> that's the short wakanda yeah wakanda one. maps <laughs> yeah but number two is the negative that zone. I just posted about that yeah wakanda is beautiful oh so good. wide open All please alpha strike me as hard as you can <laughs> oh but play, play a stealth map yeah, so that's why I play Wakanda. I play a stealth team, Avengers, War of the Realms, Spider-Man, and Wakanda is a beautiful map when you're full stealth. Like, it's great. So, and I, I, but, you I know, play, otherwise, I yes, them. please stealth. <laughs> please uh, alpha me, as you say, Clay. <laughs> so, speaking of, I just looked at uh, the Explorer, and I see, Clay, you won a qualifier. <laughs> for I did, yeah. That was Ooh. what I was doing last weekend. I, it was very exciting. I haven't won a, a tournament out on the west coast in oh in years so i had a good weekend so where 
uh, we were talking about before. Where do you go for the trending uh, figures on your website? Yeah, so if you go explore, uh, and then that goes to a drop down and pick meta. Ah, okay. So okay. just to, it's kind of nice because I'm quick, also big into fantasy play. football. So this is kind of like a fantasy draft. Like, what's the number? Like, if you got the number one pick, who are you taking? Yeah. And right now, totally. it's Saki, at least for another month, and then he's dropping. Um, so when when someone plays five apocalypses on one team, <laughs> Robert Gallagher, how five. high do you bump that up on the trending page? It does. It, I mean, it'll it'll get bumped up a lot because it's being, uh, you know, it's it, it is counting five instances of that unit. It, but, is that is that how you do this? Is that you just see you look for the name and then that gets a point? Like I see the twenty five point Spider Man is number four, but I don't think I saw him much at nationals at all yeah so this is looking across all teams that people are creating on the site um whether or not it's a tournament or just you know for their personal collection and it's counting the number of teams that unit shows up on and so you can see in the um right next to the points that each unit costs it'll tell you how many teams that has shown up within the that time period and is that that's for registered events that are nope it's to? all te- all teams that are created on the site. Any, oh, okay. Because so, like, so I see this the is, Avengers uh, Forever Doctor Strange at number 20. Uh, so someone, because like he's above Felix Faust and Star Sapphire, which is very surprising. Uh, so yeah. someone must out there like him a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's really, really popular in the pulp tournaments so if you actually go True. to yep, modern point. age pulp if you could there, there's a selector at the top and you select uh, modern age pulp you'll see dr strange is actually number two this so it could be that people are better and better <laughs> like, so people are actually uh it, it might be that people are creating modern age teams for pulp tournaments but not actually marking it as pulp um, okay that, so yeah but i switched over to modern age pulp and red widow's number one then dr strange yep. and falcon um Man, Mr. Sinister's eight. You'd think he'd be a little bit higher than that. Um, but no, like, I didn't even know about this feature on this website, and this is amazing right Yeah, there. my mind is blown. <laughs> um, are you going to do something like this, but for maps? Or do you already have maps on here for... Uh, maps are all on here. So the if you yeah. the middle drop-down is uh, the part of your team okay. that it exists. So you can pick tarot <laughs> cards, maps, objects sideline equipment I, whatever i wish i had the wayne's world um audio clip where it's we're not worthy, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. like that is yeah, what yeah. clay is doing to this website right now so yeah you can look up uh trending equipment sideline objects maps tarot card you can go by month uh you can go by modern age pulp silver bronze age golden like this website is just i, I i'm sorry hc realms but you have been replaced. Um, yep. It's been a good run. It feels like a bad yep. breakup with me after 18 years. You know, that new model just came into the showroom floor and I got to get it. Um, hey, I no. appreciate that. But I, I look, I, I'm going to say this, uh, you know, I, there's no competition between any of our sites. I, I see, I, I think that we as a community benefit tremendously by all of these sites, yes. whether it's HC Realms or Clicks Nexus. We are so lucky that we have a choice. That we have multiple things because there could be my site could go down by accident. <laughs> I'm busy. You know, you want to be able to go and, and have a backup. Um, 
you know, it's, I think we're just so fortunate that we have all these sites and, you know, I don't have the forums. I don't have a lot of the community building aspect that realms and the clicks nexus do have. And so, um, I, the last thing I want to do is, is disparage them. Cause I think that no, I, I love that they're, they're running great sites too. I definitely kid about that. I do like, um, the realm or yeah, the realms because they do post figures, um, of sets very quickly. Like as, as soon as Scott Porter does a video, those figures are up the next day. Uh, so you don't have to rewatch the video. You can go straight to that one. Um, one thing I will say, Woods, I don't see any tarot cards here on the trending lists. There's a different section for tarot cards. Wait. Oh, why are there no tarot cards? Oh, my God. I found a bug. Or you found a bug. I found uh. a bug. That's just what I do. No, but like I again. Oh I my can. god, um, my site this, is broken. See, this is why we need alternatives. <laughs> my site is broken. This uh, this website is absolutely <laughs> amazing. Um, it's even got a help section, which I don't even think uh, Realms has it. Uh, the, but the biggest there's not thing, much there. <laughs> no, but there's still honest. a tab. Um, but I love to be able to. I love the fact. And okay, one thing we didn't even talk about. Um, which is probably my favorite feature on this. So whenever I go to an event that has bill sheets, I hate filling out my bill sheets. So what Clay came up with was that once you have your build on this, there's a little button that says build sheet. You click on that and your entire build sheet is filled out for you. As long as you put in all the maps, the sideline, everything that is such a time saver. I can't, I can't even I can't even lie when I say I don't like going to events just because I have to fill out a build sheet because it takes too much time. Even if it's just a blank one on Excel, it's like okay, type in my name, type in my theme, type in my figures. Okay, what set was he in? Okay, he was from that. Oh, he was number this. How many points? Oh, I gotta equip this. Like it's just a hassle. It 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 sounds petty, but it is. This one, you build your team, you put everything in there, you click one button. There's your build sheet printed out. Done. It's even better than that as well, though, Adam, because Clay gives us a handy link in that build sheet. So when it gets posted on websites, you can go look at that team straight away in HC units using yep. that URL. So, well, and, and that was and, done and purely selfish format. <laughs> Selfishly. I, 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 it, no, it is because I wanted to be able to collect the, the tournament results. And I and if that link, if that unit ID, the HC units ID isn't there, then I have to manually enter that team and duplicate it. And so if people, I really want people to keep the, the unit ID there. Uh, even if their team is private, I, it allows me, it makes it a lot easier for me to collect the tournament results. Um, so so just on that, really play, that's it question i was kind of hanging on so i know like i reached out to you about the event i ran for for rock states victoria to ask you to put the teams in um is there potentially a function where event hosts will be able to add in tournament results so then you're not wearing the brunt of all of this work so we can have some kind of admin we can help you get the data just you know give us the ability to raise events you know through some different level access on your side is that a plan for you it actually exists. The only other person who I've who I've given access to this uh, is Brad, um, and he's yep. he's. I think he added a tournament or two for for Bradcast. It is. Uh, it's not the most mature functionality. So because it is hidden behind, you know, like staff access, but it does exist. Um, yep. And it, I, I want you know, I, I got a lot of great feedback from Brad. I haven't had a chance to update it, and like I mentioned kind of blocked on this whole identity issue 
um, mm. around. And and I'm and I want to tread lightly because like my goal is not to collect a bunch of like personal information around people. I don't have any desires to do advertising. And but but especially there's a lot of like sensitivity around private personal data. And the last thing I want to do is upset people. And so trying to tread carefully there even and, and find a good balance between you know, collecting really interesting, pertinent data, and you know, respecting people's privacy. And I think, uh, and real quick, and I think, I think at some point, whether that's with kids reaching out to you and you collaborating with it, whatever that is, but the the win, right? I feel like that's what that serves. And at some point, maybe you can get those two to talk, and you then exactly. you exactly. Yeah, yeah, so that's um, all right, it, and they can deal with all the personal information and and the right. security around it, and and. Uh, and and I just, just want the, the I want the I want the other data. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want. This is why, like you know, I don't even have the ability to. You can't even define your own password on my site. You have to use Google or Facebook login for it because I don't want that data. Um, yeah, um, it's just a and, risk and, for me. And I think that also makes it to where like it, it's so much. It, it's just for the 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 community right yeah. it's not anything else besides here's this page here's his data go look at it have fun it's that's not, right that's exactly it. Yeah. yep yeah. An- another small feature but like it's it's what this website does is the small features that make it so cool is that you can name your teams when you do it um now when you get like a nationals team or like when you got our states, they obviously didn't have names. So do you come up with all these names and then how hard is it for you to come up? Like you named Alex Mater who won national congrats again, Alex, um, men in black and red. And his was, you know, the black symbiote spider, the carded surfer, MOE, Venom, Magneto, Mephisto. So like how, how much thought process do you give some of these names? Are you just kind of like, okay, this is a good one done. It depends on how I'm feeling for that day. In that case, it's actually that is Alex's team name. So I do so like your John Alex... Bruggis name, Brutes. <laughs> so, that, so that day you weren't really up in naming names, but uh... yeah, I, there's there's only so many times I can enter a team that's uh, some combination of Sakari and Iron Man, Scarlet Witch, Carnage, Silver Surfer, and Spider Man Prime before I you know completely lose all creativity. <laughs> but what I really like to do is go and find some obscure figure. And actually make that the icon for the team, and then go and look up comic book quotes or or like really, you know, old comic uh, comic book co- covers and like pick pick names from those. Uh, I just think that adds a nice level of flavor and makes it a little bit more fun. Yeah, uh, I'm I, curious: is Quadpocalypse you, or is that <laughs> that was that was me? Yeah, so okay, you know. I love it. <laughs> or Quintpocalypse because it's five now. I did I had to look yeah. up what a what five was. I know there was triple, there was quad. I'm like, what is five? And then someone's like, Oh, it's Quint. I'm like, okay. Quint, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we're going to see, maybe we'll see, uh, octopocalypse. Is that, <laughs> is that is, or is it hex? Is, hex that's, yeah, that's eight. Sorry. It would be, it would be hexa, hexapocalypse. hexapocalypse. Yeah. And then what's, uh, what's seven? There's hexagon. I don't even know what seven is. Is it septa? Yes, septa. Septa. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. It's a Latin derivative, so sept. So we'll see if Robert Gallagher can pull that one off yeah. as he continues to collect these. Well, I think he, because he played four of them at Chicago States, but then his and one for, for winning that he got another apocalypse. 
So I think he just said, what the hell? I'll just make a Quintpocalypse team for nationals because now I have five uh, of them with the soul sword. I love um, it. I mean, that's, I mean, just, I don't even know how I would handle that team across the board. Um, the, I think the only reason why I don't want to say the only reason I would say that, but the reason why he didn't go to the finals was because he played Lucas and Lucas just didn't have to attack him. He literally just sat back and turned three. Okay. I got my mission points. I win. That's literally all you have to do. Um, but no, the website is great. I would love it to see if you could do like a ranking with players, but I know that's a, again, a ton more work and information you have to get. I don't even know how you would do that. Whether based off like, um, like states and nationals and world, like if you win worlds, you get 10 points. If you win a game at worlds, you get one point or something like that. Um, but that's a ton I've actually of... put a lot of, I've put a ton of thought into this. Yeah, if I have the data, it's pretty easy. So most of what the other big games use is something called chess style rankings. And it's basically, uh, it's a ranking where you track the results of each match and who you play against. Um, if you ever see like a, a score, you know, something where it's, where you have like a 1200 or a 1300 or a 1500 score, that's chess style rankings. And, and so what I need is that round around data. Because you, you, what you should have is a system not that's not like what the win has right now, where it's dictated by um, effectively just the number of wins you have, but it should be based on who you're playing. So if say if you're playing me, you should not get any points because I'm horrible at the game. But if you were to beat like a Lucas, hey, you get a yeah, bon- I- you get a bonus two points because Lucas is a phenomenal player. Or I get a bunch of points, and and then vice versa. Yeah, the same thing it goes. So if 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 uh, you know Lucas beats me, he gets nothing because that he's supposed to beat me. Yeah. But then yeah, vice versa. Then I get a ton of points, and he loses. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, gets he loses a lot. Five so points he loses so th- that's the stuff. That's exactly what we need. Um, I just need that round around data. So uh, you know, whiz kids, you have it share <laughs> um but yeah i think that covers the website it's absolutely gorgeous i love what you've done with it do you have any big changes or anything like that you want to make to it or ideas that you want to share to us or you want to keep it closed curtains until it's uh i no, i'm i'm totally an open book the, the besides much more in-depth tournament stuff the, the other thing that i've been thinking a lot about lately is stuff for collections i've had a number of people ask me about adding have and wants and yeah i see more here is like me that's me i've, I've provided that feedback and, i'm sorry and yeah, to harass you about that not at all no i think it's a great i think it's a really good idea and and what i love about it is not just you know I mean, i'm a big collector i want to keep track of what i what i don't have what i do have but to be able to then apply the auto filters because one of the interesting things about the site is when you're building a team if you say i'm building a modern age team it only shows you the modern age units well what if we then take it one step further and apply only the stuff that you have so now we're only going to help you build a team from units that you already have so it's not just um, you know, you know all the the new modern meta that maybe you don't quite have, or you're missing one important piece. Um, but then imagine we take it even one step further, and then we we start to suggest teams for you based on you know what is trending in the modern meta and what you have available in your collection. Oh, that would be amazing. So trying to think through that. I don't. I can't promise that it's going to come anytime soon. But you know, I think uh, haves and wants would be. A really great first step so uh, um 
here's a question. Well, if, it, if it didn't... Go ahead, Mark. Sorry, <laughs> if it didn't suggest a team, Clay, then perhaps it could just match the teams already in your database. So rather than trying to suggest something based on meta, it goes, hey, your collection matches 45 teams in the HC units database. Yeah. You could build any of them. These came top in states. This played, you know, third in worlds and what have you. And you're like, oh, yes. wow, I yes. have meta team. <laughs> yes. Have Sorry, you, Adam. <laughs> no, that's fine. Have you thought about this? Now, this might be, again, way complex, and I'm thinking it's a lot easier than it might be. But, like, I remember me and Tyler were making a team, and he was trying – or, no, Dwayne was trying to equip the web shooters to figure, but we couldn't get it to them. But then we found out that you can't do it to autonomous people. And that's who he was trying to do. So your website wouldn't allow that to do that, which is great. Um, I almost reached out to him like, why the hell can't I equip web shooters to this person with Spider-Man family? What the heck, Clay? But then, um, oh, yeah, she's autonomous. You can't equip them. Um, Have you ever thought about doing anything with powers? So like my Corvac Monica Chain thing, Could is there a way where you could say, Okay, I'm going to give my Monica Chain power that gives someone shield ability with a robot to Korvac to assign that to him in the build sheet because you can do things like you can assign the Soul Sword to whatever or um, a sideline figure or something like that. Now, that's obviously a ton of work because there's so many figures that do things like that. But is that something that is feasible in the future i've been trying i've been trying to build stuff like that where it makes sense particularly as it's important kind of to the meta um and you know one of the things i don't know if you notice but if you build a team it will automatically figure out the theme team for you now it's not perfect but it's pretty good actually i'm amazed and, and it took me a long while because of exactly what you're saying you have all these complex interactions between characters you have like genesis get, makes you know all of your warriors brutes and uh uh, whatever. Marvella makes Ar- celebrity Spider-Man Morocco, family. That's right. Mary Jane makes so, Spider-Man family. Like all man. these different keyword cheats. But now, and so I've actually, all of that, most of that keyword cheating is, it does work. It actually figures out the theme team for you. And, and even like the, you know, the add-on effect as you start to like chain these together. Um, and so that, that's kind of the, where I have spent a bunch of time improving. Um, uh, if it makes sense, you know, if there, if it, I think you mentioned earlier in the episode, Wonder Woman gives the the ability for other characters to be equipped um, with Wonder Women equipment, and so stuff stuff like that. I would like, I do want to do. The thing I'm actually trying to figure out is the balance between letting you build an invalid team versus restricting you from doing so. Well, I, I'm trying to figure out, is it better to like just let you build an invalid team but then tell you why your team is invalid? Like right now, if you, you can add two primes to the team okay. and then it says in the little title, hey, you know, you can't, you actually have two out of one primes versus just like restricting you from doing that completely. Yeah. Um, finding that right balance, I think is still something I'm working through. Okay. Yeah, I'm very excited to see what this web's and it's just what when did you come up with this website? Like when did it go live, I should say? Probably roughly around April or May. Okay, so it's been around for about four months. Five three months. Something like that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and, I'm like I said, I'm amazed at, at uh how quickly people have picked up on it. Well, I think it people just love it that you're responsive too. Like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. I'm gonna add that tomorrow night or something like that. Um, it just does so much. 
for, and like I, I don't think I've even scratched the surface of what this, like I see a little heart here. Oh, I guess I could like Alex Mater's team. There you go, Alex. I just liked your team. Um, but uh, there's just so much to this website that you can do, and I'm just excited. And then what's this? I just clicked on a custom unit. What's the custom unit editor? Ah. Uh. It's that's very much a <laughs> it, it, it's pretty <laughs> this is extremely um, experimental is the first words on yeah. this page. Yeah, so uh all of the unit that the units that are rendered on the page, it's all stored in the database. Um and it, there's an a, there's actually an API that you can access. Uh this is sorry, technical geeky stuff, but um it's all sent in JSON format back and forth across the wire. And so you can actually take that JSON, uh, change it to be whatever you want and put it in the custom unit editor and it'll, it'll render that unit for you. So you can, you can make up your own units. You just have to know my secret internal format that I haven't shared very widely, but someday I'll get around to actually, uh, defining what that is and, and making that, that page a little more useful for people. Do you have a, Either two. one thing is I don't want it, I don't want this to take away from Jeremiah Peterson's work. He's great, but like a bystander maker or a dial creator or something like that. Because I know a lot of people they either reach out like I make my own bystanders, um, but uh, Jeremiah also um, buys bystander or he sells them to people. But in order for people to make their own bystanders or even like. If they want to make a custom one, like a like Scott Crampton bystander or something like that, um, option on the website. Uh, nothing that deals with the art. I'll be honest. Okay. The art is really where I. Like that? Oh no! It's just because I suck. I am not. I am not an artist. In well, fact, all the great art that you've seen on the site is is totally thanks to uh, Corey Franklin. Out, out out in Oregon and Brad Broyles they the, the two of them have done a phenomenal job with all of the, collecting all of the art for the units and they have been super gracious to allow me to use it and that's what really you know makes the website sing on so many different levels I was thinking more just like a template of the uh, stats and everything like that but then you could add a picture in from Yahoo or Google or something like that and then you could got it. bring it in yeah you can do that if you want to play with this JSON format. I haven't gone so far as to actually create like a web page with a nice UI that allows you to do that. It wouldn't be too much work. I've just been, you know, I'm lazy. So yeah, I can tell by the website that you are an. I'm lazy. I'm lazy. I just lazy created person. this amazing website. Yeah, because <laughs> right. yeah. um, I just think like with the Venom got a symbiote. He's got bystanders. Not many people have made their own. I know Jeremiah Peterson just showed off some he made. But like, if someone wanted to play this weekend, they could just come on your website. Okay, put it punch in the stats. Pull this figure in. Done. Bring it into your printer. Slap it on a poker chip. Done. Yeah, no, that would be very cool. Um, I think that's something that would be relatively easy to do. Uh, I just haven't done it, but you know, someday, someday. someday. Uh, and dark mode. Uh, Mork also mentioned that <laughs> we talked you about know, that in our discard. Oh, uh, everybody wants what, dark mode. Well, that's what I think would draws me a little bit more to HC Realms because it is just a lot darker there. It's not the white screen staring at you. So I do think uh, that's part of it. But uh, yeah. a dark mode, I love would the be white awesome. screen. I love it. You play villains. Are you a, are you a villain player? Is that why you're drawn to dark mode? 
I have a very dark heart. What can I say? I think I was <laughs> saying to you, Clay, that HT units is the brightness everyone needs in their life, and that's why you don't need dark mode. <laughs> there it is. There you go. The uh, puns. The puns. Uh, but no, I can't say enough about the website. If you have not checked out HC units, check it out for sure. And then make sure you give Clay a high five at Worlds if uh, you're going there. I wish I could go. Um, Absolutely. But I'll have someone else give you a high five for me. Um, was there anything else we wanted to talk about the website or anything else going on? I don't think we have enough time for the meta just because we've been going on for an hour and 40 minutes now. But um, anything else we want to talk about in Hero World before we... Um, slap uh end sticker on this podcast i just want to mention our um cheesehead championship which is coming up on august 26th at kenosha wisconsin uh, at coliseum games um it's a 40 dollars buy-in but if you do win the whole thing you're getting a case of notorious and then second place is a brick and then fellowship is also getting a brick of notorious and then the rest of top eight will be getting boosters of that as well also, you're getting a sweet, sweet trophy made by Jonathan Virgilio for getting first place, and then there will also be a fellowship trophy as well. Uh, but if you do come and you stick around, you don't drop out, you will walk away with something. We've got tons of prizing from our crew that was gen- generally or generous enough to give it to us for the tournament, and then our sponsor over at Black Wild wow, Black Cabinet Copies Glass cabinet hobbies i'm thinking of dark mode right now glass cabinet hobbies gave us so if you do come you will be walking away with something now clay i know california is pretty far away but if you want to come to wisconsin in three weeks we'd love to have you there for the tournament sadly i probably won't make it but uh i'm jealous it sounds like a phenomenal tournament so Hopefully I'm, you have a great time. I'm hoping it catches wind for next year. Uh, we only had, I, I want I shouldn't say only, but we had like 14 or 16 last year, but it sounds like it's going to be picking up a lot more. And uh, with, you know, the community being the only ones that do the tournaments, um, I hope people show up and it'll be just a grand old time. Um, anything else we want to talk about? Suggestions for just the website? Quickly. I'll just plug that uh, I can't give too much detail now, but I'm actually going to be hosting Australian Nationals for Heroclix in a couple of months' time. So I'll have a date out uh, in a week or two, probably not. I'll have it out before I'm next on a podcast. So I've been working with uh, Howard Brock, and he's been working with WizKids with me as well to get a Nationals hosted here. So I'm taking that on my, my broad shoulders to run Nationals here and and help get that up and running because we haven't been able to get one here in Australia yet this year. So similar to standing up rock states here in Australia and working with a few of the guys in the other states in the country, I thought if if you build it, they will come. So we've got people hungry for a game. So nationals will be, I think it's going to be October, November to give everyone a chance to book flights and get here um, to, to Melbourne for that. So that's exciting. Um, so watch this space. I'll post it out on Clicks and a community or something when we've got dates. I would like to say I'll be there, but I have no idea what a pr- you flight That's ticket okay. to Australia. Maybe if I ship myself there in a cargo container, it might be a little bit cheaper. Um, you can sleep in my lounge room, mate, or in my bed. That's fine. Just I'll keep check it for scorpions and tarantulas and everything, and I'll be good to go. I'll be coming there. Adam, let's just bubble. say that you'd have to uh, have won a, a few, quite a few more Venom God of Symbiotes. 
Or I just have to be like PJ Bolin and learn a new game at Gen Con and get first place and win That's, four yeah. grand doing it. Like, what the hell, PJ? Was that Lorcano? I don't know. He no. learned the game four hours before the qualifier, then ends up winning the whole thing and gets a $4,000 check. Like, what the hell, That's PJ? That's right. Yeah, Lorcano is ridiculous. I'm sure it's that one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's that like, Disney. It's game. just so funny how that's the first time he's played that game ever, gets a four grand check, and that he's won how many stuff in Hero Clicks and has never got any kind of cash payout. <laughs> Which it's probably you just will some never get a cash payout. Game that, you know, family and kids and everyone plays, and it's just light and gently, and then he just yeah. turns off and just totals the competition. Enjoy was your that, game, guys. Here's my 4K. Was that the new Disney card game that just came yeah. out? That was yeah, like some, Wakanda, two guys like sure swiped the palette of that stuff in the back of Gen Con. Did you hear about that? No. Nice. That's all the pictures. Yes, the security uh, cam photos. Yeah. Someone, some, two guys went in the back of the warehouse and just took a palette of the stuff. Jeez. And there's like security pictures of them. Like they're not even wearing masks. Like at least wear a mask. Like just <laughs> hide your face a little bit, yeah. but like. When, when I went Saturday, I was talking to some guy um, in line while I waited for the convention, and he's like, you see that line there? That's for this new um, game. And that's like the second part of the wraparound. Like it was that pot. Like everybody was trying to get in on this game. Like it's around several blocks, and they're like more towards the middle of it, and it but it still goes like a half a mile down the block. Um, but, yeah, that was Gen Con. But, no, um Thanks, Clay, for coming on the podcast. I asked him like two hours before we started to see if he wanted to come on, and he was available. So it was great to have him on. I'm glad I got the. I think the, I don't know if we've ever met, to be honest. I feel like I, I don't think I've we seen have. your face. I just never know if we never uh, met in person or not. Maybe at uh, Origins or something like that. Oh yeah, probably. Um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been great. I I really appreciate you know all the enthusiasm that you guys have have shown for the site and the great feedback you've provided and. Um, I you know, just, like I said, so, so thrilled, so thankful that it's taken off the way it has and, and just hope that it just keeps getting better. Yeah. I can't wait to see, uh, more. It, it would be also kind of cool. I think, again, I'm not trying to throw as many ideas as possible, but if someone were to stream like a championship game or something like that, you have like a video tile that could bring you directly to their page still. So they still kind of get credit for it. So like dial H did the uh, national championship game where it just brings you to their YouTube channel or something like that. That way they don't have to hunt down that or something. We're going to, we're not going to end the We're not going to end this podcast. Are we? Um, no, we're not. No, we can, uh, we can so keep there, going. There, there's actually a notes page. So this kind of exists. <laughs> it's just really poorly done. There's you can, if you build a team, there's a notes page and in that you can actually embed links to videos and uh, and so I've started doing that. The Dial H guys ma- captured a couple awesome videos at, for the, the top nationals teams. And so I've linked that in those tournaments themselves. It's just buried in that notes section, unfortunately. And so what I would love to do is make that video more prominently displayed um, and really encourage, uh, you know, great team builders uh, to, and, 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 you know, people who are authoring this great video content to be able to more prominently display their teams. And so, so that is something that I have been thinking a lot about as well. I haven't come up with a solution yet, but uh, 
I would love, I really want to make sure that the people who are putting time into building great teams are getting the recognition that they deserve. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, we are going to end the podcast there. So again, I want to thank Clay Wood for coming on. Mork, as always, down in Australia, even though you're supposed to be working right now, you snuck away from, uh, uh, but you are the boss. So that kind of, that does kind of help a little bit. And then Kane, it was great to see you back on the podcast. Uh, we will be back in a week or two. I'm not quite sure yet. It depends what there is to talk about. Uh, we do have, we're obviously going to come back after our Cheesehead Championship to talk for a podcast on that one. And then we do have Worlds. But then after Worlds, there's really a lull until Florida. Like, we have three months of really nothing going on except, you know, Wheels of Vengeance will come out, so we'll do a review podcast back then or when that happens. But, yeah, October, November, December is going to be kind of hard to find things to talk about, um, but we will find things to talk about. But um, Wheels you, of Vengeance. Wheels of Vengeance. I think we're going to have a lot to talk about, Wheels of Vengeance. <laughs> I might even get one of those little things that rotates the figures um, when I'm doing my um, – case openings because they're going to be that pretty looking um but um if you want to check out our patreon head on over to patreon.com backslash clicksing it and become a member i just mailed out most of the prizes of everyone that contacted me after um they won so if you did win in the past month please contact me so i can get your information and then check out our sponsor over at glass cabinet hobbies and get 5% off your order to use code clicksing it, C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T, to get 5% off your order. But uh, until next time, guys, we will see you. And remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Some wear dice. And I got it right this time. Have a good night. Did I seriously say it wrong again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my god. You said wear dice. I'm retiring. I suck at this. Just edit it. You want to do a retake and then you no, can edit it's, it? No, it's more pure that way. I just, I'm so... <laughs> You'd think I'd be so years. proud of yourself. I was <laughs> proud of myself. Damn it. <laughs>